This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Kevin, joined as always by Patrick, the man who is taller than all of his dogs stacked on top of each other. That's true. That's true. I've, I want to try that. Well, if you're here, you may or may not know what we're doing here. We're doing gaming news. And if you like video games and you like news that's not overly political usually then you come to the right place because we try to uh to give you actual gaming news and give you the context of why these things matter and um i think a lot of gaming news publications and regular news publications that try to talk about gaming they don't understand what they're talking about and that's what we fill in here we give you the context and tell you why things matter and why you should care about the things that we say because you should always care about the things that we say so we've got a couple of things in backwards compatibility, which is our first topic whenever we get a chance. Um, we have Mafia 2 yeah. and Prey coming to backwards compatibility. Unfortunately, we've played both of those, so we don't get to play the game where we make up the game. Uh, uh, well, I've played Mafia 2, but I've not played Prey for Xbox 360, which is the one that came that is backwards compatible. Because this is not the Prey that you have. I've never played this series. I've never played this uh, game. Which is not, which doesn't really have anything to do with the, uh, or it doesn't have as much to do with the Prey game that came out, what was it, last year? Yes. Yeah. So this, so. Okay, so is this, is this Prey? This is Prey. Okay. This is Prey. And, um, I mean, I would, I could make up stuff about it, but I, I just, I wanted, I didn't want to under, to, uh, uh, to circumvent the gravity that is you're not getting the new Prey backwards compatible. You're getting Well, I mean, old speaking prey. of circumventing gravity, they, there was definitely some gravity circumvention going on in that, oh, in that trailer. That's true. Uh, we also got some free yeah. uh, free games coming out this... Uh, sorry, not free games coming out. Free uh, weekend that is this weekend right now. So if you're watching live, then that happened. <laughs> if you're watching later on, I'm sorry you missed it. Uh, that's why you should watch us live. Uh, Overwatch is free this weekend. Mm-hmm. So always platforms. good. We talk we talk a lot about Overwatch, so uh, we'll move on to something we don't talk about a lot that I don't like to talk about as much. Sports. Um, so sports balling through baskets is uh, this is the 18th edition, I think. Sports ball baskets 18, right? Yes, that's yes. the one. Yeah, so that's are... free for the weekend. Uh, Xbox only, yep. right? Yes, that's part of their their free play weekend. Yep, and uh, joining up, uh, sorry, rounding out the uh, the list, which it's a very varied list. I will say that yeah. Rainbow Six Siege free for the yep. uh, fifth time. I want to say something um, like that. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, I'm good on them for for keeping. Uh, they're they're being very uh, insistent and and pushing this because they want people to play it. It's a very unique. Uh, game. There are a lot of shooters out there, but the the, the realism involved and the destructive uh, environments, the different ways you can uh, complete missions, almost reminds me of uh, of Hitman and the um, and the malleability of the the level design to be able to complete in different ways. Uh, yeah. And you can't destroy walls, but 
um, you know, there's different ways to, to complete missions, uh, saving hostages, and it's it's really cool. So I'm really glad that they're they're giving it, you know, showing people or giving people a chance to play it uh, for free because it's great. And um, I forgot to mention when we were talking about backwards compatible games, uh, Mafia Two and Prey are discounted um, for uh, Xbox, um, which is another great thing to do. Say, hey, guess what? These are backwards compatible. If you don't have them, you can go ahead and pick them up. Like that's a really great business way to say um, this is here. You can play it on the console that you have, if, and if you didn't play it before, if you if you sold it and you want it want it in your catalog again, here you go. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so moving on from from free weekends to free weekends in the future, um, see if Thieves is having a stress test on the 16th to the 18th, and that's going to be available for. Um, for Insider, Xbox Insider, which I think is like the the beta tester for their um, their OS systems, right? It is, and I've I've been considering signing up for it. Honestly, the the biggest reason that I haven't signed up for it is because what the Insider does, because you're testing out their new stuff, uh, they'll roll out updates more often. They also roll mm-hmm. out updates to the to the layout, and it may or may not be something that's permanent. I think that I'm now in a situation where I could I could um, sign up for it. And it wouldn't be a problem. the The biggest thing that was holding me back in regards to that was that we use the Xbox for media streaming. So when Whitney yeah. wants to uh, watch uh, TV, that was kind of her her way to do it. Uh, and it's and for her relearning the technology each time, relearning the layout uh, is yeah. frustrating. Um, but I'm I'm excited about Sea of Thieves. Uh, I have pre ordered this and. Um, Owen and a couple of his friends have pre-ordered it as well, so we are going to uh, we're going to be a, a pirate crew. I, I really enjoy and look forward to hearing your stories about about <laughs> that because um, I think that I think that this is a game that's that's very much like like Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War set up systems yep. that allowed you to to get your own stories in. And Sea of Thieves seems like that they have basically set up a, a series of systems that will interlock, that will allow people to make their own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, I'm really looking forward to hearing those. There's some great ones. I mean, the um, I've, I've watched quite a few people who played, uh, who played the beta, who played the free weekends, and mm-hmm. watching like people who got like a full crew together and they were taking on other full crew pirate ships. Yeah. And you have situations where... Um, I watched one that was about 25 minutes long where they um, they were attacking different boats, but they ended up sinking this boat. Um, the other the boat that they sank had dumped their treasure before they got into the battle. So they were saying, oh, we don't have any we don't have any uh, uh, any loot for you. Um, but they're literally talking to the people because you're talking yeah. to other players and you're like, proximity. You're like, yeah. Good. Proximity chat is is just one of the most brilliant things that they've done with this game, in my opinion, yeah. because it allows for it allows for that that level of interaction. Yeah. Um, I also think it's hilarious that you can throw people into the brig. You can, and that's what they were actually discussing. They were like, "Well, we don't have uh, we don't have loot for you," because they were like, "Well, what what do you have that we can take?" Because we beat you fair and square. They basically had a yeah. ceasefire because they they sunk the boat. They got on an island and they were shooting each other. And the captains, yeah. the captains called for a ceasefire and met and discussed the terms of surrender. And that is 
awesome. It was really cool to see that. And yeah. uh, you had situations where they're like, okay, well, we don't have loot, but you can take, you can, like, they were basically uh, saying, all right, well, uh, you know, I'll be, you know, you can take me as a slave to, like, work on your ship. And the, the amount of role playing that was involved really surprised me. Absolutely. Um, because they were, and, and then it, it just, those unique stories can, I mean, those are, those are unique stories that the game didn't come up with. That was a unique situation that yeah. that the players came up with. Um, additional that, additionally, additionally to that, um, they talked about the end game content uh, more because mm-hmm. um, previously we were just playing the the beta. I didn't get to play it, but I watched a lot. And the yeah. uh, everyone was saying, okay, but what what else do we have? And um, right. They've got some more details on that uh, in regards to Endgame having like the Kraken and other other kind of sea monsters. Also, your yeah. notoriety as a, as a pirate goes up for uh, uh, basically as it increases, you get different perks. The one that people were talking about the most was getting your own like pirate cove. So mm-hmm. so it's apparently hidden, awesome. and you can't get to it until you've gotten um, like it was in the beta, and no one could get to it. Because uh, you can't get nice. to it until you're into. So I, I don't know exactly how they build that. I'm really curious if it's like a um, uh, what was it that World of Warcraft did the um, the instanced uh, leveling. So that way, if you're a certain level, you can see uh, an opening or something that other people couldn't see. And if you do it subtle enough, it could be really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, also I also listened to an extended interview with the with the one of the head devs, and he said. That a lot of people were saying, you know, after the after the beta is completed, they're like, "Oh, we've seen like one percent of the game," and other people were saying, "Like, no, we've seen like ninety nine percent of the game." And he's like, "Neither one of you are even close to right. There's a lot of stuff out there, and it's this is not all of the game, but it's also it's a fair representation of what the game is going to be." Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens once it launches. And I don't actually watch a lot of a lot of gameplay, but. Um, Again, with proximity chat, they've set up systems that I think are going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I'm um, I'm really liking that. Yeah, it's it's so it's so intuitive. I mean, you don't even have to. I mean, you can yell at someone who's on a boat near you, but if you go too far away, they can't hear you anymore. It's like that's exactly. that's perfect. That's perfect. On a smaller, well, older games. Good. Last last thing about that is that if you if you send your crew onto the island mm-hmm. and you only have one person left to guard the boat, if that person gets in trouble, it can be difficult for them to signal, "Hey, <laughs> we're in trouble." Yeah, and that's awesome. It's like this. It's 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 the risk reward system in this game that they've built into it. Systems yeah. are amazing. That's really cool. I didn't think about that. So yeah, so yeah, we 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 could have talked about this during our our discussion. Um, but the Spyro remaster mm-hmm. is has been announced, and it's coming this year. Yeah, Spyro the um, Dragon, the, I, the first Spyro from P- the original PlayStation. Yeah, and I think I, I, I plan to have the girls play this because this seems like something that uh, that they they would get a kick out of. Oh, Spyro is hilarious. It's fun. It's it's uh, intuitive. I'm hoping that the remaster um, that the controls are a little better because it can the jumping can be a little challenging in it. Um, you know, this was PlayStation, so this is the... People forget the PlayStation era was basically the first era of real 3D games. PlayStation yeah, and, and you had like... 64 were the first of that. So the controls can be wonky because of that. They were trying to figure that out. Yeah, and, and like uh, Mario 64 did really, really well, but 
like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and uh, you know there's there's just a lot of things that people were still trying to figure out mm -hmm. like uh, the very first game to uh, whenever they released the the second controller for the PlayStation uh, that had the dual yeah. analog sticks mm -hmm. um, there was a an alien versus predator or alien predator game that that actually used dual shit control dual stick controls yeah. and uh, they actually knocked them in the review for that they were like this okay this control scheme it's clever but it's just really really hard to work with <laughs> I, I found that the other day and i thought that was pretty darn funny so yeah and and they they updated some things I mean, this is this is a remaster, and so we'll see how the controls work and stuff. Because I know that with the Insane trilogy, mm -hmm. with going back to Crash, yeah, um, there there were some control issues that they ended up coming in. So we'll see how this plays once it comes out. But I'm I'm excited about it because I didn't actually play Spyro the first time around. I did, so I'm happy about it. Um, yeah. Something I did not play, have not played at all, is For Honor. And yeah. we got, we got, um, sorry, I thought I had a video for that. Uh, I'll set that up. Um, we got some news on For Honor that uh, they're going to add co op um, boss battles. And I didn't yeah. know so that wasn't the be... thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole thing has been, has been uh, PvP, and that, that's one of the reasons that it never appealed to me. And so it was the, the 1v1 or the 2v1 uh, battles, but they're, they're introducing. Uh, new versions, and I, I like I like the idea of going up in a in a two v one because um, I I really like when they can when they can really scale the difficulty of something, and um, like whenever I'm playing a Souls game, that's I I really get a kick out of that, and so um, so I look forward to to checking out you know how how well that works and and what kind of what kind of bosses are going to be? Because like, if you can fight Nobuo uh, Oda, Nobunaga Oda, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Because like, that dude's a bamf. Or if you can fight like Eric the Red, that yeah. would be awesome. Well, they I don't think so they've they added they new bosses. I think they just made it so you can now co-op the bosses. Oh, okay. So well, then maybe I'll check out the bosses and see if it's somebody I want to kill. Because yeah. I do like killing in in. In video games, I'll be specific about in, that. Only in video games, yeah. Only in video games. See, and I there's another game that um, uh, recently came out, and I'm just blanking on the name. I I, I was gonna write it, uh, put it down in my notes. It's a uber realistic medieval um, game, so like this, but apparently Kingdom Come Deliverance. That's what it was, yeah. So it's something yeah. I want to look into because that I believe has PVE, and. Yeah. Uh, um, that's what I didn't like. Didn't want about For Honor. So I'm like, I don't want to fight people who are really good at this. I, I would love to jump into this and like do these sieges as like a PVE kind of thing, where it's like yeah. you know a couple of my friends take on a bunch of a bunch of bots. You know, not necessarily Dynasty Warriors levels of, of massacre. Like I want to strategically right. take on a siege. Well, um, and <laughs> I've heard some. It's it's another game that has great systems that let people kind of figure out their own stories. Like uh, one of the one of the players like um, like punched a guard and got thrown into the brig, and then as a result of some other things, the brig caught fire. And he was like, "Oh, okay, so this is a thing where I escaped from the brig because it caught on fire." And it's like, "No, you punched a guard and happened to be in the brig, and the brig caught fire and you died." Wow. Because 
because medieval times were awful and the only way you should ever experience them via video games because you get to try again yep yep i I had no idea they had a brig i thought it was just it was just a bunch of people attacking you can get thrown into jail i had no idea i just thought it was a siege i mean i didn't think it was that it was that real that realistic um no, this yeah. is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Oh, sorry. King- okay, sorry. What I'm talking about. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. So I need to I need to check out more of that because I th- I think that's that's really cool. It's a very immersive. Um, but I know I'm going to be playing Sea of Thieves, so I got to worry about which games I'm playing. <laughs> which games I'm playing? I'm playing Monster yeah. Hunter. I'm going to play Sea of Thieves, um, and I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. like these type of games. It's a it's a different level of multiplayer than different type of multiplayer than than I've played in the past. And it's yeah. been really positive. Like these are the kind of multiplayer games that I enjoy. I like to play games where I can yeah. I can enjoy and tell and have stories and share experiences like couch co-op basically. Um, mm-hmm. But I can do that via the internet and you know have these pirate um, uh, attacks or you know sieges. Like I really like that kind of stuff, and it's yeah. a really cool time to be a gamer. <laughs> And, and speaking of things that we like, mm-hmm. um, Rocket League plus Hot Wheels. Yeah. Um, this this is a combo that's that's kind of amazing. Um, but uh, Hot Wheels RC is a thing where they're bringing um, remote control. I mean, hence the RC remote control um, Hot Wheels. And they're I I don't know if they're going to put a ping pong ball in there or what, but basically they're setting it up so that you can so that you can do. Um, Rocket League in real life, less wall riding, I'd imagine. Less wall riding because we have we have physics that that you know, and I don't think they're judging by the map that they brought out and everything. It doesn't look like it was um, uh, like it was that three dimensional, and it does say there it's not the final art. You know, we're just trying this out. Um, so there's a charging base. So this is Hot Wheels. So it's not. I mean. Because it's Hot Wheels, that that means they're not going to be remote controlled, right? This is going no, to be they're, like, they're remote controlled. They are remote controlled. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, don't I know. Get this for my I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. It sounds it sounds really cool. We don't we don't have a lot of details, but it is coming out this fall, and mm-hmm. it's going to have the two of the first cars, uh, the Dynamo, and I don't remember the other one, um, but they're going to have two of the original Rocket League cars. Um, as versions of Hot Wheels, and I'm curious if they'll if they'll let you have like a jump button, like even if it was just like a little bump where you could like kind of boost stuff up over. So this is this is definitely something that I'm going to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, I'm and, a big uh, kid. I'd play it. Yeah, <laughs> and then the 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 last the last big piece of news that we have is um, THQ Nordic has bought Coke Media, um, which is unrelated to to the Koch brothers and, and all of the corporations that exist here in the United States. It's it's a company over in the I don't know. It's it's Nordic. Yeah. Very Nordic. I'm gonna say Nordic. And, um, yeah. <laughs> but they they've bought uh, they bought Coke Media which includes Deep Silver. And yes. um, at first I was like, well that's that's bad because THQ Nordic. I mean, they haven't published anything, and I I know that they ended up with a bunch of the THQ licenses mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, I looked into it, and they they're the ones that have made the the Dark Siders and the Definitive Editions, and they're doing the 
Darksiders 3 and they're doing some other games but like they they've managed to come up with some some interesting um some interesting um things and they've managed to be putting games out since about 2011 yeah um and a couple of big titles more um I mean they snagged they snagged Deep Silver who did Metro and it's a that talk about an under the radar gem if you haven't played Metro I mean that's that's what you're seeing here they, they um yeah so this is Metro I mean, Deep Exodus, Silver all, like good Deep Silver uh, also published the the Saints Row games they did and so we'll see where they yeah. um, and Dead Island I mean mm-hmm. so they've got some good IPs that they've that they've uh, acquired they're I can see we can see some really great stuff out of those uh, from the franchise. Uh, now, I personally would like to, I would like to see a more return to form Saints Row Two style game come out. Um, yeah. The way that you can take on the different territories in that, and the the grounded but slightly uh, fantastical series uh, of what Saints Row used to be. I think I would like to see a return to form on that because that's as, what Patrick wants is. Slightly fantastical. Slightly, because um, GTA was doing that. GTA Five was doing that, and they've completely jumped the shark now. Yeah. Um, GTA's jumped the shark. Now you have you have hover bikes, and you have um, these flying like tank things. Like, and it's not even when people mod mod this. I'm talking about right, that's in the regular game. Yeah, I, I think that they, I think that they jumped the shark very deliberately, though. Yeah. And I think, and, and it has paid off. They have, they have continued to, they have found an audience for shark jumping. <laughs> so there you that's, go. That's the next game that I want to see a developer do shark jumping. <laughs> Let us know in the comments uh, what, what you think about that. Uh, if you think that, uh, that GTA has jumped the shark or if Saints Row has, has Saints Row beat them to the punch on that with the. And we do have, Skydive. we do have a couple of quick uh side things we don't usually talk a lot about kickstarter but i did want to distinguish this from the main news um, we have two uh kickstarter updates mm-hmm. um system shock for those of you who played that system shock um and then system shock 2 and that became the new version of prey um it's a lot of it is is kind of processing that idea mm-hmm. and uh it got 1.3 million on Kickstarter, but unfortunately they've had to be put on a hiatus. Um, they said that the project got too big and out of hand, so they're going to need to to find more funding, which is very unfortunate. So I'm going to follow that with fortunate news. Uh, David B. Hader is confirmed as a voice for Bloodstained, which is a game that I I kickstarted that one, and uh, so I intend to play that whenever that comes out. Yeah. And. I, I very much look forward to seeing what Ega's got for us and the the artwork that we've been getting out. Uh, I wasn't prepared to put this in my predictions uh, when we did them at the beginning of the year, but I believe that Bloodstained is coming out in this calendar year in 2018. I could see that. So we'll see if that happens. I could see that. So this morning we're going to go ahead and start with uh, a talk of remasters. I reached out to to the, our various things, uh, mostly mostly Twitter, a little bit in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but we were, we were talking about remasters. We got Chris White. He said that he would like a remaster of Metal Gear Solid, which I can appreciate because that is that is an amazing game. Um, it was remastered and brought up the. I think it was called Twin Snakes, was pretty amazing. Um, 
but uh but yeah i i, I can see like a full-on because like what they did with shadow of the colossus was pretty amazing yeah and yeah, and he, so what would you see? He stole mine because mine was going to be uh, Metal, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. So uh, I'm going to go for a couple deep cuts um, and show my age. Okay, as long as, you, as long as you don't take mine because you know what mine is. Guarantee I will not because I know what yours is. Um, Death Track for that was on DOS. I want a All right. remaster of that, like. It would be, and I don't think that many people would play it. It'd be kind of like a Balloon Fight, you know, on on Nintendo. It's like this is really yeah. cool for the history, uh, and yeah. Bard's Tale, a Bard's Tale, Bard's Tale, along with and because I'm because I'm going DOS games that like people aren't able to play now. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna throw in King's Quest on that, the old school King's Quest, and they should do it as a collection. Which is, I, I was gonna say, I mean, if you're gonna do King's Quest, you you want all the King's Quest. Yeah, there's so. some that aren't very good, but um, you want them all for posterity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the the one that you the one that you didn't pick is is actually a DOS game, but um, I would pick Oregon Trail because that one's so hard to find now, <laughs> and that was really fun. About? You can play it on and browser, want... phone, and my wow. kids don't play it on. So I, I would I would like that one to be able to be to be brought up where where the kids can play it. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, and then the one that he did know, and most of you out there, Demon Souls. Yeah, I, I want I want Demon Souls on PS4 because I want to play that. I want those servers to come back up, and yeah. And the the main reason we're discussing this is because um, Shadow of the Colossus came out by Blue Point Games, and they they are amazing. They did the the initial uh, it wasn't a remaster, but they they brought it up to the the next generation and just kind of did a port of it yeah and that was really spectacular and so um they when they when they came out and they did the full-on remaster that was that was something pretty special yeah so i think i think that we're in an age now where we're getting a lot of these remasters we're getting we're getting what we want for christmas even when it's not christmas yeah, um, yeah. i mean we're getting we're getting dark souls in may yeah. i mean how awesome is that yeah I'm, i get to play that i get to play that like you know, on the go, which means that people, when I'm getting my uh, getting my car worked on, can hear me curse obscenities in the waiting room. Um, <laughs> exactly, because that's what that's what people want when they're already stressed out. Uh, oh, the dentist office! I think that'd be like the worst place to play it, like in the waiting room for a dentist office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'd probably do that. Um, so uh, there's some other games that I'd like to see uh, remastered: uh, Shadows of uh, Shadows of the Empire. Be really cool. Ooh, yeah, that that would be interesting. I would want them to update the controls though. Um, that one and like the, I mean, we can go ahead and bring up some that did get remastered. The the PC version of Goldeneye, Goldeneye, yeah, is pretty amazing, because if you brought that up, you'd have to you'd have to rework the controls and everything. But yeah, they did really well on that. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd be good with that. Um, how about everyone talks about Rogue Squadron? I think Rogue Squadron is pretty good. Um, I I only I only need the Hoth mission. Yeah, that's like, and that's why the game was the game was okay, but like that mission, yeah, was spectacular. But see, and with Shadows of the Empire, you basically get that. So, yeah. What if you got? What if you did a, a of Shadows of the Empire, and then you put in the Rogue Squadron Hoth mission? Could that work story wise? But it'll work story wise, but it but. The graphics will look jarring, and 
I mean, no, it's it's I'm 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 saying I'm saying Blue Point Games doing it. Yeah. And so they they would they would unify it because they they rewrote Shadow of the Colossus like from this from the bottom up. And no, they, I think and they I think it. they'd be fine. But I mean, the beginning of Shadow of the Colossus is basically the is basically the the hot level of a rogue squadron. So I'm saying I remember like, a lot more running around under caves and encountering yetis. That's after you take down the ATATs. Is it? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm fine with it. And then all of a sudden the graphics jarringly change, and then you switch over to something. That'd be fine. I'm, I'm good with it. I mean, uh, people are picking up a remaster. Yeah, uh, Dark Forces is the other one, and I think mm. that if you do Dark Forces as a remaster, uh, Dark Forces and Dark Forces Two bundled would be the best way to do that. Um, after that, you're getting into Jedi Knight t- territory, which is not bad yeah. at all. But yeah. I would love. But to I feel that. like I feel like Jedi Jedi Knight was was really good, but I feel like it was definitely. Um, it was outdone by Force Unleashed, yeah. and it's the the sim the similarities are are a little bit too too close for my taste. Um, and then there's also a lot of games that have already been uh, remastered or not remastered but rebooted mm-hmm. in a proper way. Like we got we got Tomb Raider and Doom and Wolfenstein within the past couple of years. Yeah. So um, so some of these like Oregon Trail, I can I would be fine if they did like a new version as long as Terry. Like if they if they did the the same you know resource management and all those things, but then you just you just kind of update it and do the mm-hmm. same game. Yeah. But when that when that happens, a lot of times people get pissed. So hard to say. Yeah, um, and that's actually something that um, you and I were texting about um, earlier earlier this week when um, for the new uh, show, which I've completely forgot the name of the new show that uh the max and brian and ign are doing um oh weird heat yeah so weird yeah. heat one thing that max um, brought up in there by the way it's it's pretty good i like it um yeah i recommend it yeah uh one of the things that max brought up in there he was he was talking about how um when you read a book or you're you know thinking about an upcoming game you, your brain fills in a lot of gaps that aren't actually there in regards to yeah. press conferences uh for instance uh, friday the 13th uh is going to get a the friday the 13th game is going to get a single player um portion which my brain filled in with oh that's a campaign Right, and what they actually meant was actually it's single player challenges that just let you play the exact same missions, the exact same characters, but you get challenges, and it was jarring for me That's, because it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. So it's like basically yeah. you gave me a bot mode is what you did. Yeah. Um, well, it's and the the most egregious for me, and this is this is fully me is um, when they when they said they were going to do Civil War. And I was like, "Yes, I love Civil War. That is that is <laughs> my favorite War, story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is my favorite story ever written in comic books. I've, yeah. I've because of the way that I read, mm-hmm. I have difficulty actually doing comic books, but I really appreciate the stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, Civil War is the only one that I've read in multiple formats. Uh, and it's Civil War is amazing, and they." They said they were going to give me Civil War, and then shortly after that, there's like, hey, here's a list of ten things they can't actually do in Civil War. Yep. Yep. And I was like, oh. You forgot about the licensing. Oh, no. Yeah, and Civil War would... Not even licensing, like, stuff like Thor. Yeah. Like, they couldn't do do that, and the... I mean, I, I really wanted to hear whatever a spider can. 
yeah. like that was one of my favorite moments and yeah. we, we didn't get it. I think that um, I think that that is the the reason and I will I will argue this with people except for except for the milking scene. That's the reason people did not like um, the last Jedi is because we in our minds um, we haven't seen Luke Skywalker since Return of the Jedi. So we've filled in the gaps and the extended universe. Now the the legacy, um, uh, legends, sorry, right. legends uh, area yeah, has filled in the gaps of what we think Luke Skywalker is going to do, what he could be, and what we got was not that. And I think that. Well, and heck, what he had done. Because those of us who were attached to the extended universe, mm -hmm. like we we already knew a lot of the stories. Like, yeah, and and they they camp they. And, uh, basically said those don't exist anymore except unless we say they exist yeah which is which sucks so, um, but uh that's sorry i reached the wrong way yeah the no it, it it's bothersome because we have if i would contend if these movies came out um maybe okay not not in today's internet age but if they had actually come out in the 80s and it was mm -hmm. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I know the technology would be different and everything, but the same story premise where um, Han Solo and, and and Leia's son does his things. I'm not going to spoil it, but you know, Leia, yeah. uh, sorry, Luke, Luke does his thing. I think if it had come off right after that, and we hadn't had the internet uh, community and culture of um, nitpicking and finding all these details before the movie even comes out. Yeah, I think that well, it would have been you, jarring. Well, you've also got Chekhov's gun, and that's a thing that that because uh, Last Jedi didn't fulfill a lot of the things that were that were set up in in Episode Seven. Correct, so and and they did there, that. There, yeah, we had several years to to mull over these things and try to figure out. Okay, if this is Act One of a trilogy. Yep. What happens in Act Two, Correct. and and we were we were looking for clues, Correct. and uh, a lot of times, like um, Martin, tends to uh, George R. R. Martin, mm -hmm. he says that he tries to avoid um, internet uh, internet groups because he says sometimes the ideas that they come up with are actually better than what I had written. Yeah, and yeah. and yeah, the 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 culture of theorizing no so. i i agree and i think but i think that um i think that I, I would i would agree with that but i think that um i think theorizing is a problem and i was going to say something else and i, I lost my tra train of thought um well, considering that this is a topic on remasters, I think we've thoroughly lost the train of thought. We've taken the train out to the meadow, and it's now meandering in the fields. We can't segue back into remastering episode, uh, the uh, prequels and rebooting them? <laughs> we can do that. Because... I, I, would, I would enjoy... Okay, okay, there's one. Battlefront 1 and 2, mm -hmm. the first ones. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. would play those again because those were magnificent. No, they were. They they were. Yeah, we segued, we segued back. Quick, get us out of here. Get us out of picture. <laughs> so let us know if there are other games you'd like to have uh, remastered. Let us know those in the comments, uh, and we'll tell you if we think that you're right. <laughs> See <Exactly>. you later. <laughs> Thanks for watching This Week in Our Collective Heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell. And that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot of 
a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that, and gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and news stuff down here. Check it out.